is it intuition or fear? Should I trust my gut or is this just anxiety? Oh God, this question. It's gonna be the death of me. Okay, so this question, I'm going to talk about it in a few ways. First, let's just, let's give it its due diligence, right? I, it's useful. It can be, can be useful. And I'm going to just openly acknowledge the usefulness of it before we get going, because if not, the whole time I'm talking, you're just going to yeah, but the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. So let's talk about its utility first. Being able to notice if the decision you're making, the choice point that you're making is born from a more relaxed, intuitive state or one that's just based on anxious, traumatic past programming, resistance, so on and so forth. A lot of the time, most folks exist in a state of disconnection, unconscious disconnection from everything and everyone around them. That having a marker for which to kind of see the situation from is incredibly useful. In this sense, the idea of having a red flag of like, oh, is this anxiety or whatever, or a green flag of what, you know, we're calling for this intuition is incredibly useful. If you have been, you know, in a state, moving through your life in a state of unconsciousness, if you are maybe just now learning that you have a choice in how you uh, live your life, which is a bit more consciousness, the idea of being able to experience your life, or rather to uh, spot, you know, is this kind of a state of intuition or fear, uh, seems really, really useful. And I'm, it's also useful. I mean, not shit on it. It seems useful, but it's also, it can be useful for you, right? As just kind of a general guide. And I've seen so many interesting little videos about people being like, okay, so like if you stand on one foot and hop around and ask yourself a question, then that's intuition. Right? They give all these ways to kind of be able to just like try to figure out if the decision you're making is intuition or fear. And all of them are dope, by the way. I'm not, you know, shitting on them. They seem pretty cool. Um, and so let's just out of the gate acknowledge the utility of this thing. Uh, but what most folks aren't really doing, (laughs) or rather what most folks are doing, what you're really asking is how can I know something for certain? Can you give me an absolute certainty that I am making the correct decision? We're really just using this for a divinatory aspect, which shouldn't be a surprise. Whenever people begin to awaken to the sort of other dimensions of life, maybe deeper dimensions of life, they inevitably sprint to divination because the energetic plane is one that is a little less linear seeming. So 
they feel like they can escape their linear the linearity of material experience by projecting into the future and worm and like and it's <laughs> they essentially just attach to some other imagined future a lot of the time and so what we are really looking for is this divination so we can know for sure that this is it this is the correct thing the issue here is the attachment the attachment to certainty which surprise is our issue with everything. <laughs> the idea that either of these paths, intuition or fear, exists in a sort of limited perspective is insane. Rather, the idea that once I make the decision, that's the whole thing, right? Because really, the way that we ask this question is from this weird space of absolutes. If I make this decision, Am I stuck? Am I stuck? Am I absolutely stuck? And we treat it like, you know, the second you make this decision, intuition or fear or whatever it is, you're, you're going to be on a conveyor belt and you're just out of it. Now, look, I'm going to acknowledge there are consequences to making decisions a lot of the time. And a lot of the time they can be really, really, you know, intense, challenging, harmful, helpful, whatever it is. But the idea that something is going to be all the way one thing is insane. And so I, I did this video recently where I talked about how, like, the, the way that we treat this um, is so ridiculous. If you go, okay, I made a decision, and I think it was intuition. In fact, I know it was intuition. I, uh, I rubbed a rabbit's foot, hopped on one leg and fell backwards and I didn't fall so it was intuition I'm joking but like whatever so you make the decision and you're certain that you made it out of intuition tight if immediately after that though because you're certain that it's an intuition you start going unconscious and you make a bunch of other decisions immediately following that decision out of a place of disconnection, out of fear, out of anxiety, then your situation is now going to reflect who you are now, not who you were when you made that decision. Regardless of the consequences of that, you're going to lock into this weird space of fear and anxiety now because that's who you are now. You could have made the perfect decision back then. It could have been perfectly intuitive. But who you are now is a person who is making a bunch of decisions out of fear and anxiety. Do you see the, the issue here? Conversely, if you make a decision based on anxiety, fear, whatever the fuck it is, if you go into that situation and you decide, you know what, I'm just going to become super present. I'm going to be present here. I know I made a decision, but I'm going to not be kind of locked into whatever. I don't know what where this decision is. And you immediately becoming become more conscious and make a bunch of really present, conscious, more intuitive leaning, I guess, decisions. Then that first decision you made of anxiety is now not you. It's a reflection of who you are now. So now whoever you are, well, now that's that's what it is. 
So even if you did make that decision based on anxiety, and there are crazy consequences that you have to deal with, when you bring your presence to whatever those consequences are, the response that you make is going to reflect your state of consciousness. I made a decision, and instead of feeling like I was trapped and locked into this specific decision forever, I brought my full awareness to that. And now I realize that I can choose something different, which is really what I wanted to talk about, which is to say, if you are in a situation where you're like, ooh, is it intuition or fear? I want you to like just use that as an excuse to be present. Because that's all we're fucking talking about. Jesus. <laughs> it's all it is. To bring the to- use it as an opportunity to bring the totality of your presence to this moment. When you feel the uncertainty of, oh, is it intuition or is it is it fear? I want you to feel your feet on the floor. Relax your stomach, breath. Just feel your breath. Be Drop in, relax fully into what's happening right now. Because that is always going to serve you infinitely better than trying to like read the fucking tea leaves of your soul by divining whether or not it's intuition or fear. There's a reason divination was shit on in the Bible. Not because like, you, you know, you're only supposed to be a shape guy. That's not, no, no. Divination is disconnected from your own awareness, from your own presence and your own agency and your own ability to respond. Because if I'm attached to something that I have seemingly divined, then I am not present currently. God's name in the Bible is I am. Awareness. If I have become attached to something that I perceive to be correct, a future, a decision that I've made, and I just am going about from this hypnotic confirmation bias. I made the right decision. So this must be this and this must be that. You have disconnected from your own awareness because it presupposes that everything exists within this separate state, but everything is connected to everything. And so when you aren't present as that awareness, you're disconnected from life. Nothing in life is just one thing. Nothing. All life is connected. Shout out to Mufasa. He was a goat. We missed it. (laughs) No, we know it. But still, is it certainly intuition? Is it certainly fear? Give me an absolute that I can attach to so that I can feel safe, so that I can feel secure in the certainty of the present moment, which is ephemeral. Good luck. You're going to be looking for a long time. There's no solidity in it. Sorry. The only, what is it? The only constant is change. If you made a decision from a state of resistance, anxiety, and then follow that decision immediately with 
a bunch of decisions based on acceptance and presence and dealing with the situation as it is, the original state of that decision is null and void because you died to that past self. So stop treating this question like it's this fucking sacrosanct. Oh, it's just an intuition or fear. I don't know. I just need to know. Someone recently, I think in a comment that I about a similar video that I made on this was like, you know, I just want to know because uh, in the past I felt like I was more intuitive and then I don't feel like I'm intuitive anymore. If that's you, that's that's part of the, the, the lie that's <laughs> trapping you in the situation. The idea that you could ever be disconnected from everything. That's the problem. That's the issue. Because when that is your chief identification, you've already created a separation between you and everything else. That being said, the best thing for everybody involved is practice, presence. People want quick fixes. People want a pill version so that they don't have to be present, so that we don't have to deal with life as it is which isn't all the way one thing can you just give me a pill so i can be unconscious and then everything will be fine give me a pill for this sorry meditate <laughs> people don't say that shit but like for real like come on y'all what you want me to do holistic is no word that's supposed to be like this airy fairy thing like this shit is boring it's not fun all the time practice isn't always the like most earth shattering amazing blissed out shit sometimes it's just about dropping into the present moment whenever you're feeling uncertain about things and then being okay with the fact that nothing is certain releasing that attachment to the idea that you could ever have something to hold on to and the i like i get it Something one of my mentors says, and I will repeat it till the day I die, is resistance feels like strength. Certainty feels like strength. Because if you feel that you are certainly making a decision, you feel like you can touch something that's solid. I feel correct. I know for certain. Well, you know, you can't really know. You know, I know I can't really know anything for certain, but I'm like, I definitely made the right decision with this. This was definitely the right person. This was definitely the right job. This was definitely the right way to respond to this comment. This was definitely the right. Are we noticing a pattern? Oops, 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 oops. How much differently do all those situations go if you aren't attached to the idea that you were correct at any point? It demands your curiosity. It demands your presence. You think you're right about that person in your life? You're going to excuse a lot of dumb shit, and many of us have. I made the right decision with this one. They're a keeper. Oops. Well, now I've got to make a whole pro and con list to go through so I can figure out whether or not I should break up with this person because I need more certainty. When we bring our conscious presence to the totality of the relationship, 
it completely recontextualizes it in the sense that it's like, not, I'm not attached to anything you do. I'm not saying, oh, man, this is you're definitely this thing. Because what happens in our relationships when them shits go over? When it's over, it's like you look back, you're like, oh, man, they were <laughs> they were exactly who they were at the end as they were at the beginning. Ain't nothing changed. I just wasn't in that weird hypnotic state of the idea that I was correct in choosing this person. And you stayed in that bitch way longer than you needed to. Usually out of some misplaced identification of I, I was certain correct trying to weigh the pros and cons of the situation. I don't know. And if we deal with the situation experientially, a lot of the time, those situations take care of themselves a lot faster. Bringing your presence to the situation, or rather using that question, intuition or fear, the feeling of uncertainty as a trigger, a full-on trigger to go, be here. Be here. Oh, what if it's a situation that's like really intense and something bad might happen? Da, 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 da. Your conscious presence in that moment is even more paramount. Let's talk about that lie that we like to buy into the idea that if I'm in a life or death situation that it behooves me to be in a state of fight or flight, an anxious fight or flight. Get the fuck out of here. First of all, that's going to take care of itself. You really can't, really. <laughs> you can't. You don't got a lot of control over that bitch. <laughs> Second, though, we treat the idea that being open, relaxed, and apparently vulnerable as a weakness. But this is your best bet in any situation. A relaxed awareness from which to respond to so you don't jump to conclusions so that you can see so many more options clearly. Ask a fighter. Ask a soldier. People who are in really intense situations like this, relaxation is key. If you go in all hopped up on your certainty, the idea that you know for certain this is what it is, you are. It's a binary way of dealing with things. It's not really just fight or flight. I know it's also freeze and fawn or whatever the fuck, but y'all know what I mean. It's the difference between running every time you see a wolf and then slowing down and or slowing down and noticing hold up that wolf's kind of small and it doesn't seem to be aggressive would you like some meat hey you got some non-aggressive friends would you guys all like some meat did you guys want to be domesticated and help us out with some shit these options become available when we don't immediately react when you're present. Intuition or fear, Christ. <laughs> I acknowledge the utility. But taking care to remember to constantly <laughs> check in. Be here. 
deal with your life experientially. What I mean by that is see what's in front of you without adding a ton of meaning to it. And that's the last thing I'm going to say is like this weird janky idea that Um, intuitive information, energetic information is somehow better. We gotta, we gotta dead that. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> I, 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 come on. It's still just information. It's still just information. Energetic information. But no, it's the same. It's the same. The material information is the same. The issue is we've become so uh, disconnected from seeing how the material is telling, what, what it's actually telling us because we've attached to our own sort of biases that we are reliant on the sort of intuitive faculties, right? The idea that, oh, well, maybe I've become so hypnotized by my own sort of bias towards our material stuff, what this person looks like, how they act, on the outside, what that what they say, how they say it, the words, the literal aspects of things, we become sort of so pre-programmed on what we think that means that the intuitive aspects of it seem to maybe provide a certain level of truthfulness because it seems, you know, it's less colored by my own sort of material biases, but it's still material bias. The energetic plane is the same. You're still subject to the same amount of bullshit. It's just now we, we've sort of gotten in the habit of saying that this is this new bullshit is better because it's energetic. You still it's still material. If we look at the the five sheaths or the Bible from the Bible, Jesus Christ, <laughs> uh, the body from the sort of yogic perspective of the five-layered self. The energetic plane is not the deepest layer, and it still is considered to be a physical plane. And so it's still subject to so many of our things. Like the expression, or rather the interpretation of that, is always still going to be subject to our own shenanigans. So to place it in this deeper or better hierarchical place of like, oh, you know, trust the energy, you know, energy doesn't lie. Yeah, fuck out of here. Are you lying to yourself? Then the energy lies. You're welcome. <laughs> well, what do I do? How do I trust? All I'm saying is it is just information. Don't give it any more importance than anything else. It's all just information. <laughs> when you take a second and you're curious, whatever decision you make, bring your entire presence to that. Focus fully, lock fully into that. Bring your entire state of being and whatever shows up is going to be a reflection of that. Because it's not like you made a decision and you were just stuck on a conveyor belt. Get off the conveyor belt immediately. I thought this was the great idea. I thought this was the most best, super amazing idea. Ten seconds later, it was like, nah. And I was like, nah, never mind. Well, at that point, I may be out like hundreds of dollars. Yep, learned that lesson, didn't we? 
that lesson, you know, right? Like, we did. I understand life has consequences and our decisions have consequences. I'm not trying to belittle this. I'm just simply trying to remind us that the lie of stuckness, the lie of any of these decisions that you make being a death sentence to one particular outcome is ridiculous. Don't allow your attachment or need for certainty to disconnect you from your own agency, to disconnect you from your own power, to disconnect you from your own awareness. Whom do you say that I am? When I ask that, what I am saying is, Are you moving from a space of attachment? I am, insert whatever this limited identification is. I am lacking, I am a, a dumb person, I'm a smart person. Am I a person who makes good decisions, person who makes bad decisions? Am I my body? Am I this thought that's reactive? Whom do you say that I am? Am I this emotion? Am I my past? Am I the future? Whom do you say that I am refers to the question of is your I amness just I am? Because when we are moving from that space of awareness, of presence, beingness, or I am, then you can be whatever you need to be because you're everything and nothing. Know yourself.